Welcome to the Chapter by Chapter podcast for the Dragon Reborn. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my co-host and good friend, Steve. We are getting into hey. Chapter 2! Why are you going to say it like that? We're getting into Chapter 2. Why do, why, do you, why do you always have to say that? Every time I do anything... Because I- I'm out here to keep it real for the people. <laughs> you know? I got to keep you in check. When your friends think you're too good, they keep you in check. So you were doing that because you thought I was good. All right. All right. You know what? Actually, because I like the BC boys. (laughs) Okay, fine. Uh, Chapter two today, everybody. Chapter called Sidon. We are still in Sidon. Perrin's point of view. Getting more of the i getting getting more of what the camp is. The dragon camp. It's unfortunately not. This is FPW. This is first person wolf. And we got another chapter of, of FPW here. Uh, so there is a point in this chapter that I thought was amazing. So there's a point in the chapter where Min and Perrin have a conversation. And it's talking. And it's just laying down the law of regarding like Min's power. Like they're just re- basically restating it, essentially, in a, in a Min conversation. Min sort of drove me crazy in this chapter. She's negative Nelly. She's a big old negative Nelson. Negative Nelson. And I wasn't here for it. I didn't want any of it. It sort of ruined my day. I was having a pretty good day before I read this chapter, and Min fucked all my shit up. Oof. And I know how how <laughs> how few days you have that are pretty pretty good days. Most days are terrible. In fact, I get I think I get a text message every like couple hours saying of you going like, "This is terrible. This is oh I want segue. I want to talk about something that is that is What's happening. Look, I came. Look, here's the thing. I'm medicated. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to party. And I want to You're not chat. supposed to respond to that. Um, don't respond to me. You're not supposed to respond to me. I'm, this is like a new thing. <laughs> I'm not even here. All right. We're going to try this. Okay. I'm not even here. All right. You're not here anymore. All right. So. I'm a ghost. This past weekend, they w- there was an event in Calgary called Beakerhead. Now, Beakerhead is like a uh, science expo. Hey, that's something that's not supposed to be there. It's quite loud. It's a, that's an annoyed ghost. That's an annoyed ghost. I'm back. I think somebody must have resurrected me. Some sort of Necronomicon. Ooh, spicy. I don't know. So, Beakerhead. Let's let's talk about Beakerhead. Let's talk about Beakerhead for a hot second. Tell the people. So Beakerhead is like a mini sort of festival slash weekend. Quotate, in quotations. Yeah, quotations. All this is in quotations. That celebrates very important like science. And I that is yeah. that is as like much information as I can give you because I've never been to one and I still don't know what it's really about. But there are like well, it's about science. It's about science. So like they have and fun, uh, an imagination, a bunch of like Calgary scientists around. They're doing like little like exhibits and experiments in front of. Uh, it's just people in lab coats, yeah, putting like um, baking soda and vinegar into a volcano. Exactly. All of the events this year involved fire. You get up to the thing and they're like, okay, we're going to start doing this thing. And then they start changing the color of the fire using like, you know, uh, potassium or something. Fucking grass or something. Yeah. Yeah. Potassium. Yeah. yeah. They're just sort of lobbing bananas inside the fire. And then the yeah. <laughs> banana, banana bombs. <laughs> banana, the fire you know, turns so, blue. So here's the thing with Beakerhead though, is the Beakerhead is, it's cool. And it's been going on now for like, I don't even know. Like I've been to, I've been probably going on and off to these things for like 10 years now. Been to a bunch of them. And the thing is with Beakerhead is that once you take out the element of a date, 
of a fun thing to do as a couple. You take that element out. Or just a buddy. If you were like no if you were like no couples are allowed to go to Beakerhead, it would barely be anyone. Yeah. No, you're allowed to go with buddies. That's fine. And I understand that a group of of our friends, a group of your buddies all went. Yeah. But there were couples there. Yes. It was all comprised of couples. Everybody was Ride there as go. a couple. Because it was fucked up. That shit's fucked up. It's true. I don't want to be that yeah. fucking... You guys are all walking around like Batman and Robin, and I'm out here looking like Batgirl. That's kind of hot. Silverstone. Ooh. It is. <laughs> so, okay. So, no. So, they're they're fun. <laughs> they're, because you're like... No, I need to elaborate on this. Yeah, please. Because it's please. like... The reason why I say that as couples is because you go, oh, Beakerhead, we want to go to Beakerhead. And then one of the two or three, someone in the couple will say like, oh, they have a, wow, they have a robot that that climbs up a building. Wow. They have a robot band. Wow. Look at this. There's giant electricity things. Wow. And you go, wow, let's go see that. And you go, and then it's there. And then that's it. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. And sometimes there's like one day, I think you must have been, this must have been the day that you went. There's usually like one day where they actually are like, here's your big event. Sort of like make it an event. Like they set up some tents and there's like multiple demonstrations. Right. One year there was like a robot spider walking around. This year I saw there was a picture of a guy in a big pie. Yeah. He was like, that guy is hilarious. (laughs) He's got to be. If you're moving, if you're pie man and you're, you're booting around in a pie. You have to be hilarious. People are coming up to you looking for good times, fun, laughter, and, of course, pop. I was, I was saying to our friends that were there with us, I was saying, like, that has got to be your future career calling. Pie Man. Mine? Yeah, yours. I think you'd be more suited for it. I never sit down. I move all the time. You you sort of look, first of all, you sort of look like a pie, piece of pie. <laughs> you look like almost like, <laughs> like a slice. What does that even mean? All right, I'll take it. Second of all, you're sitting in that pie machine the whole day. I think you're better off for pie. But hey, don't get That's me wrong. True. I would take the pie job. True, true. I just don't think that it's actually a, a full-time paying gig. Yeah, well, it isn't. Well, I've been in the pie machine for a long time, and uh, it's not full. I feel that Beakerhead people are just like waiting every year for this for this like weekend in September where they're like, this is it. Sure. Finally. Our years of creating a robot pie. Over the last year, our efforts, our fruits of our labor right. are, ready, are ripe so, and ready to be eaten. One of the big events that was happening this year at Beakerhead was this like a marionette type guy that was supposed to climb a building that's right next to the event grounds. And the event grounds, quote unquote grounds, was the parking lot to Eau Claire Market. And Eau Claire Market is just a very small mall the in da- da- ground, downtown. Canada. Grounds are grounds. Grounds are grounds. Uh, so... That's what I mean, though. They just sort of set it up, and they're like, "Here it is." Here it is. And then a bunch of people come, and they get they look at whatever the thing is, and then they're all really confused, now, and they're all just sort of standing there in their own little segregated. Let groups me. <laughs> while a robot band is up on stage going, banana, 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 and you're like, "Wow, they're robots." Well, I let me paint you a picture of what happened here. Okay, so first of all, the marionette guy was supposed to go up at seven o'clock. He was supposed to start climbing the climbing the building. And that's the reason why we were there. All of us, we, we were sold on this marionette guy climbing the building. And we get there. Uh, Seven o'clock comes around. No marionette guy climbing the building. Nothing's happening. Seven fifteen. No marionette guy climbing the building. We can see him. He's set up. But something is going on. I I think they have to push it. By 745, they start doing the inaugural like introduction event. 
to they just start making the marionette dance on the hold, ground they're like well we can't have him climb right now but we're going to have him uh just wait <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have him dance a gangnam style for the next uh just we don't know how just long. wait okay so they start doing the whole introduction event and how it is introduced is that there's this giant muppet lady uh looks a very it looks like a re- what do you mean what do you mean muppet lady i mean she looks like a muppet it, but she's like uh kind of muppet she kind of looks like uh Bunsen. she looks more like ralph the dog she looks more like bunsen gonzo bunsen, bunsen. she got a round green head kind of a blue round head you know uh okay. bigger eyes Blue green, you know, like she had like big round eyes. And Bunsen has. I'm pretty sure Bunsen has no eyes. Bunsen has no eyes, just but glasses. she has. Uh, she had eyes and glasses and red hair. She had like a big like. Um, she sounds like a Harry Potter teacher. Kind kind of. Are you sure she wasn't a wizard? No, no, this was a scientist. Uh, but then she started talking about the the event, or she's like, she's doing her spiel, and the spiel is all about anxiety and stress. She's like because she knows she's talking to a bunch of nerds. Well, everyone who's come there is uh, full. They're ridden, riddled with anxiety and stress. Just wait. So she is talking about anxiety and stress, and like, oh, what you can do to the how she talks. What you can do to manage stress is that you could poop. I'm not joking. That is quote. Well, that's what happened. Well, well, I think that is your hands down your best impression you've ever done. <laughs> I want to see more of it. I wanted to become a regular character. We need to come up with a name. Mrs. Bottomsworth. I love oh, it. Sounds like a big butt. It, it is a big butt. Bottles, Mrs. Bubblesworth. Mrs. Bubblebottom. Uh-oh. There we go. <laughs> she does have a... She, I'm sorry to ask, but was her butt what one would call a... a bubble? Large. <laughs> a bubble? Um, <laughs> a bubble? <laughs> yeah. Was her butt no, no. what one would call no, a bubble? Uh, arguably, there were no legs. All I saw was, was the top half of her. No legs! And two people holding her up. But they had masks on, and one guy, and which was probably great because the one guy was probably doing the voice for her while like operating her face or something like that with the other arm and like holding up her. Hold arm. on, she was a real muppet. She's she was a puppet. You mean puppet? You use the word muppet, but she okay. looks I like a this muppet. Was a human being that you were. Talking no, about. no, this is like it looks like a muppet. It's a <laughs> giant puppet. Like I'm not even joking here. I got you. I got you. Listen, when to me, if you start throwing throwing around the word muppet and puppet, and you start using those inter- interchangeable, it's going to mess up a lot of things for me. And I, and it did. But you were thinking of a person. Because if you say <laughs> something looks like a muppet, I to me, you think you're it's not real. describing a puppet. You're describing a person. Because <laughs> lots of people look like muppets. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Well, it's actually like, it's a real puppet. So yes, her speech is all about stress and anxiety. And then at some point during her speech, these little like, uh, Korok guys, but they're dressed in red and they have, what's a a Korok guy, a Korok guy, Legend of Zelda. Uh, they're the, the, oh, you're talking about those little leaf, those little leaf guys. Exactly. But they're uh, outcome of the, these people. They're not the size of Koroks. They're like legitimately like human sized people. They're wearing red gowns and they have like this mask on that looks I like. I saw those people walking around one, one day downtown. Okay. They're like 10 of They're them. supposed to be the personification of anxiety. And what they do is they went around the entire crowd and started shaking maracas in your face and swinging bow staffs around. I was very bummed out about oh, the whole thing. My. Did any did anyone attack them? I was about to, but did anyone defend themselves? No, because I think everybody was just kind of like, "What the hell is going on?" 
Then I would have left. That, I would have been like, I'm not here for these sorts of reindeer games. I'm here to see a fucking marionette climb a building, which isn't even happening. And then on Eau Claire, like on the build, Eau Claire building, they started just playing like Star Wars music and clips from Lord of the Rings and Mad Max. Again, like again, they know they got a bunch of nerds there. The nerds are getting angry. They're like, we need to start playing Star Wars. On, Quick, honestly, it seemed Show like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it seemed like the marionette was not working and they were just looking for whatever they had in ha- on hand to stall. They were like we've got these people. <laughs> I got a co- I got the D- I got the Blu-ray uh extended edition of Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Quick. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, put, it put, it put it in. Put it put it in. Put it in. They need something. We need to keep people interested. And then finally, like I said, at 7:45, maybe even 8 o'clock, they started the marionette puppet going up the uh going up the building. But the Mrs. Bo- Bubble Bottom she kept on talking to the marionette puppet uh, as if he was, like, responding back to her. But, like, we were only getting they were her. speaking puppet. They were, she was speaking English. I knew what she was saying. D- David. It's the frequencies the, on which they're speaking. David, in air quotations, the Muppet, uh, the, Mar- the marionette guy climbing the, climbing the building, his name was David. He was responding, but none of us could hear Fucking. it. So she was like, how's it going up there, David? Are you full of anxiety? You know what? I think I take it back. I think I take it all back about about that impression. It's a it's a lot. Look, it's a lot. <laughs> that whole event was a lot, uh, and I'm glad it was I, over. I I was so bummed out. I never have good experiences. I never have good experiences. That's why I didn't go. Because it is that I, just and in the general. Thing is, is I have a bunch of you have no good. Uh, you've never had a good experience. You know what? No, absolutely wrong. I have great experiences. I am the commander of my own destiny. I like to have fun. But Beakerhead. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Beakerhead. I have multiple stories of bad times there or like weird times. I saw Jizza from the Wu-Tang perform at Beakerhead and he was rapping about science. And then there were that, these like. There was another girl there. Rapping about science. It, yeah, it's important. But then there were like a bunch of like white kids in the crowd going like, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck, fuck with. with. And Jizza like stopped playing and was like, This is a family event. This is a family event. And uh, I just appreciate it if we all just, you know, no swearing. And they were just like, Wu Tang, Wu Tang. <laughs> listen, this podcast is about books. This is about books. It's about a book. All right. We should do. We need to talk get, about it. Let's get into it. Chapter two, side in the Dragon Reborn. We're first person parent. We're FPP today, and the chapter starts off. Uh, chapter starts off with Perrin, Leia, and the other Shinarans that uh, that were with him. Leah, L- Leah, walking into the Dragon Reborn's camp, and it pretty much Leah starts off going like, "I don't have time to eat." I don't have time to fucking drink. I don't have time to fucking breathe. Nope. I want to go talk to Moraine. Nope. Yep. And pretty much just gets up and walks to Moraine. And during this time, this is where uh, she walks past Min. Min looks at her. Perrin sees that Min is looking at her and goes goes up to her and he goes, what did you see? And Min's like, nothing good. She's going to die. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly what it was, but it was like it was bad. <laughs> no, no, she does. She yeah. does. She does tell us exactly what it was. It was like a, uh, like a bloody face hanging over her shoulder. You know, and yeah, and then, you know that stuff. And then, like I said earlier, it's just kind of going. It's like that. 
What? It's like that movie Hollow Man. Remember <laughs> Hollow Man? No. What's Hollow Man? But he gets he gets spaghetti all over his face. Is that the <laughs> Hollow Man was a movie in the nineties where it was like I don't know. Is Liam like Neeson Bacon. in that? Oh, Kevin Bacon. I don't. I don't think so. It might not even be Kevin Bacon, but I think it is. Gets oh, turned I'm into, thinking a, of into Dark a Hollow Man. Man. I'm thinking of Dark Man. That's different. That's way different. Yeah. Kevin Bacon gets turned into a hollow man, except he's not hollow. He's invisible. Amazing. And it's a really weird movie. Um, there's a scene in it where he's just like touching a touching someone. He's touching a boob. It's very strange. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that uh, it kind of would look like him covered in spaghetti. All right. Okay. Glad we. It's fine. Glad we put that all together. So you need to Google Hollow Man later. I'll do it later. So Min sees that face. She turns to Perrin and she's like, she's going to die. And like explains like the bloody face over her shoulder. And he's like, when? And then there's this whole point, like I said earlier, where they're explaining Min's pl- powers again. And Perrin says uh, something along the lines of like, well, don't you tell me what, what you see when you look at me. And we all know what she sees when she looks at him. She sees wolves just chasing each other around his head. Kind of just like pure wolves <laughs> pure wolves <laughs> you know how like when sylvester's uh when sylvester the cat would like bang his head on like a frying pan or something like that and he had a whole bunch of tweety birds just running around his head oh uh, yeah classic classic uh that's the same thing for perrin but with wolves just all just kind of like but as one wolf maybe chasing his <laughs> <Constantly>. tail <laughs> like all the time <laughs> yeah yeah smelling butts yeah the other day, I went to the dog at the dog park, and there were like five dogs all smelling each other's butts That's in a row. Probably like heaven a for centipede, them. like a dog centipede. Wow, so it was weird. Yeah, I mean that's their thing, though. They love that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to try it sometime. <laughs> so uh, during this conversation, they see Ran leave the tent that Moraine was in, and apparently, Ran and Moraine have been fighting. They've been arguing. Over everything for the past few months. Apparently, Rand uh, has had plans, and Moraine has stomped him out uh, for every possible reason, and has kept them inside the camp for X amount of time. So, there is a little bit of a conversation that they have with Loyal as well. Loyal shows up, and he's just like, do you guys want to know how books work? And that's when Perrin pieces out. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm going to write my own book. And Perrin's like, yeah. Okay. okay, I got it. It's time for me to go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Perrin then follows Rand uh, after Rand like leaves the tent in uh, in a in a fury, and he follows follows him into this kind of like cordoned off section of the forest that's like through this rock wall that's kind of like a tunnel, but it's not really a tunnel. It's kind of hard to explain. And in this area, it's a hole. Perrin and Rand. A tunnel that's not like a tunnel is just a big hole. He describes it more like a crack. You know, you're going through the crack. That's. No. <laughs> okay, you better watch out for the, the tank. <laughs> that's what it, that's what I was going to say, man. You're going through that crack. They go through the crack, and then the, what proceeds is a whole bunch of tank conversation. Tank talk. Talking tank. Well, going through the crack is, yeah, there's tank talking. Taint is a bound. Taint is a danger. Or a friend. Well, this is what I was going to say. Like, Fair. Friend, we, we've already like made it a point to Amazon. I've already sent a letter saying that Steve and I should be the ones hosting the post-show talk show that happens after every Wheel of Time episode that they premiere. Oh man, do you can you imagine like actually how upset the Wheel of Time community would be 
if we were the ones picked as the after show host. They would cancel the show, like, immediately. <laughs> they would be so mad. Like, Twitter would fucking explode. Who the fuck and are the these Dusty guys? Wheel would probably be really pissed. The Dusty Wheel has been priming. You know, he's prime. He's, yeah. He's prime he's, for he's it. He's prime for it. He's been doing it for he, years. For, like, 10 years. Yeah. And, and, he's and he is great. Like, he, honestly, the guy that's probably the most, like, he was going to have us on the show, I think. Like a podcast. And then, we, we, and then we didn't. Yeah, because we're terrible. We're terrible people. I would love to get ghosts. I was busy. I was busy. <laughs> I'm I had plans. We've been also missing all the like fun games that the Wheel of Time community has been doing. We suck. That community does a lot of things. Yeah. And we've been very um, exempt from it. Not b- because of them. Not by because their Because we choice. suck. <laughs> we, we suck. You're the one saying suck. So I'll... <laughs> yes, you suck. I've been busy, though. <laughs> and I haven't been able to do it. Okay. It's always at like 9 or 10 on a Friday night. Yeah. Do you know what I'm doing at 9 or 10 on a Friday night? Most people don't want to know what I'm doing. He's not doing much, guys. I know what he's doing. I'm playing usually <laughs> Over- like Nintendo. He's playing Overwatch for hours. Overwatch hours. smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> for hours. Sometimes I eat. This is okay. This is a true story. <laughs> I shouldn't say this at all, but this is actually real. The other night, I woke up. I fell asleep on the couch. Classic. I woke up at like 2 in the morning. I was so hungry. And I just went into the kitchen looking for something. And I just grabbed a hot dog bun. Just a bun. And I just ate it. I just jammed it in my mouth, and then I went back to sleep on the couch, all in like one fluid motion. Too. I like woke up and so it was like, it's like I it's like I was blind and I was just sniffing it out. And then I just like found a grabbed a hot dog bun, was like, went back to bed. And I woke up and I was like, was that a dream? And it wasn't. No, you see remnant. It wasn't remnants of hot dog bun on your shirt. You're like, it was the last bun. It was the last bun. And I had one hot dog left too. That's the worst. Wow, part. that's amazing. Uh, anyways, Rand and Perrin talk talk some taint, and uh, taint talking taint. There's a there's a moment here where Rand recites like the prophecy, which is like uh, the he's staring at his palms, and he's like two herons. What was it again? I got it. I got it here. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna I'm gonna two birds fly, three little birds like birds. Beside my doorstep. Upon my doorstep. You gotta, you gotta get your your lyrics in check. Singing sweet lyrics. songs. Something, something pure and true. Of melodies, pure and true. This is my Saying message to you. To Will. And that's the prophecy, the <laughs> dragon prophecy. Okay. Twice and twice. Shall he be marked twice to live and twice to die? Once the heron twice. Did I did I ask you? <laughs> Sorry, I'll let you do your thing. I'm a ghost. I'm not yeah, here. Get out of here. I'm invisible. Once the heron to set his path. Twice the harem heron harem Ooh. harem to name him true. Once the dragon for remembrance lost. Twice the dragon. For the price he must pay. So we've got two heron marks. We got two of them, right? But we got no dragon marks yet. What would those look like? And where would they be? Go, Steve. Right on their butt. That's what I was thinking. And they look like absolutely the, one on they each. Look like butt the, cheek. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Absolutely. Picture her face. <laughs> Amelia Clark. 
right on your butt. Again, Amazon, <laughs> talk and taint, talk to us. We want this show. We'll, we got this. We got this in the bag. No guests, so you don't even have to coordinate. Talk and taint. We, actually, you don't even need a set. We'll do it from Steve's house in the basement. I would like <laughs> to have every, for guests, I would like to have every member from the season that Rafe Juggins was on Survivor. <laughs> I want every cast member except for him I also want, on the show. I want, I want Shaggy there for every episode. Every episode. From the beginning. Shaggy, the reggae artist? Yes. Perfect. Maybe we could get him as <laughs> in-house musician, like the Roots. I'm thinking like more like Anti Richter, you know? Or uh, uh, who's the guy in David Letterman that's kind of like, he's, he's a the musician. The Roots or Jimmy roots? Fallon's in-house band? I do want No, I'm talking roots. about David Letterman. Did I say Jimmy I'm, Fallon? I meant, I'm, I'm talking David, about David. Jimmy Fallon. Why are you talking about Jimmy Fallon? Nobody wants to talk about Because David the Roots Fallon. are on that show. The roots are cool, but Jimmy Fallon sucks. What about Questlove? Yeah, Questlove is cool. Questlove is also the roots. He's a drummer. He sure is, isn't he? <laughs> he has an afro. Okay. He's a big fun guy. They have Perrin and Rand, they have a conversation. Taint. They have a tainty conversation, and Rand gets all kinds of worked up. He's he's sad and he's upset that there's all these people out in Almuth Plain all around the world that are fighting and dying for him, and he can't do anything about it. He doesn't want to be the dragon, but if he's going to be the dragon, he wants to help these people at least like stop fighting and shit, right? He's like, so I told all these people that I'm the (laughs) dragon reborn, which is cool, I guess, but like, I didn't have a choice, really. At this point, it's like all the evidence and everything, and everyone's calling me dragon, so I was like, okay, I'm the dragon. And then they all just went out and started dying in my name and raised a banner for me, and I'm just over here. I'm like, I'm just trying to microwave this hot pocket. Have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just ate a hot dog bun last night. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I just woke up in the middle of the night and I engulfed an entire hot dog bun. So uh, he keeps talking about that. And, and as at the same time, he gets so worked up that the earth starts shaking around them. You know, he starts building like an earthquake all around, the, all over the place. So I think this area that ran retreated to... Exactly. He starts. Uh, uh, I think this area that he goes to, Rand. I think this area is for him to have those moments where he can have those earth-shattering farts. I'm going to call them it's farts. Like a, they're fun. Farts. Farts are fun. Yeah. No, farts they're are not fun. I hate the word fart. Okay, what would you call it? Bottom rumble. Oh. Now, isn't that ass, like a special event? Ass quake. <laughs> Isn't that like a special event in like WWE? The, the bottom, bottom rumble? rumble? Yeah. Yeah, it's on the pay-per-view channel though. <laughs> so, the adult one. Uh, and this is because Rand is like he's close to touching the side in. Like he's close he he he's got the touch of the darkness. He's got he got some of that. Now the side in take. is the is the dark half of the one it's power. It's the tainted half. It's not necessarily it's dark. Half. It's the tainted half of the one power. The male half between Sidar and uh, uh of the one power. Split of the there's a female half of Sidar, male half Sidon. And he's able to kind of touch it and he's bump bottom bottom rumbling. He's scaring Perrin. Perrin's Whoa. like, I'm I'm having enough of this. He's like, I'm gonna go hung- I'm I'm hungry. I'm gonna go leave. Supper's ready. Whenever you're done, whenever you get those 
dragon marks there, on there the was bottom. a line where it was like the supper line like what was it it was like supper it wasn't supper's ready but it was like it was something like that let's call it let's say it was supper's supper's ready. waiting like, supper supper's is waiting. waiting yeah yeah and i was like i was i was kind of shocked that this chapter wasn't called supper is waiting based on the names the titles of a lot of these chapters in the past books because there's always well, like play for your supper supper time no chores no supper until your chores are done and well at the same time there could be a character named supper you know exactly that's what i'm here for i hope you know is. he's just a rock he's just a walking roast beef he's just a plate of mashed potatoes and roast beef <laughs> yeah with legs <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, that is it for chapter two, everybody. Steve, take us the fuck out of here. Oh, thank good. you. As always for listening, our bread and cheese eaters, we cannot do this without you. Please take a moment to go check out our Patreon if you haven't already. We got a bonus podcast on there that comes out weekly. That's patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast of course you can get at us on the twitters at chat by chap on the instagram at chapter by chapter podcast follow all that bullshit make sure you're there and we'll be back tomorrow for chapter three news from the plane guys might be wondering why is it only will thanking big cheese daddy at the end of every single episode isn't he paying for steve as well well here's the thing steve we're not in good place right now he sucks (laughs) i'm just kidding he's my best friend and you know who also is my best friend big cheese daddy i want to say that louder but it's late still and i can't scream like i usually do but big cheese daddy he's the man we love him if you want if you guys want to be like big cheese daddy join our executive producer tier called the gruda grandmaster and get exclusive content on our patreon today